This is a HeadGum Podcast. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Welcome to Girls on Porn. I'm Laura. I'm Rachel. And we love porn. This is our porn review podcast. We talk about what we love and we roast what we hate. Helping you find hot, ethical, just plain better porn for your spank bank. And we're looking at everything. Before we introduce the topic, we have a smoking little segment for you today. 69 Seconds of Sex News. We've pulled headlines from the news to keep you informed and horny. Here we go. Julia Fox was recently on the Call Her Daddy podcast and opened up about her former job as a dominatrix. Fox said, Through doing this just for money, I ended up learning about my own sexuality, which I never really had a chance to explore because my sexuality was always being used against me. I was able to explore my own because there'd be times in a session where I'd be like, damn, this is horny as fuck. This is hot. She also said, I'm into weirdly like partner swapping and then watching more foursome vibes. I'd like to extend an invitation to Julia Fox to come on this podcast and unpack how it's not weird to be into partner swapping. Shout out to porn performers crossing into mainstream television. Chloe Cherry, a porn performer who plays Faye on Euphoria, the big-lipped bimbo who hangs out with Fesco, starred in a Euphoria porn parody before being cast on the show. Cherry told Nylon Magazine, My friend and I, who's also an adult movie star, we were both just huge fans of the show, and we thought that the one scene with Rue and Jules was just so beautiful. When you're making a porn parody, the best way to make them is with scenes like that, where they're already insinuating that sex is about to happen, Cherry continued. Fans really, really liked it. They thought it was awesome. I also think that is awesome. New York City woman Olivia Fenton reportedly just got her boss fired, claiming that her boss catfished her by pretending to be a man who was seeking a romantic relationship. Fenton claimed her ex-employer used a burner phone and a stolen picture of a gay man to trick her into arranging several dates with an imaginary guy. Said non-existent man bailed on the first date, was stuck in a meeting on the second date, then got into a car accident on the way to the third supposed date. Fenton started to get suspicious when she received flowers, and the penmanship on the note matched her boss's handwriting. Once Fenton reported the incident to HR, her boss was terminated. She speculated that her boss may be deeply in the closet and coming to terms with her sexuality. Apparently the same woman had pulled a similar stunt at a prior job. Flowers, though? I mean, as far as imaginary boyfriends go, I'd say that this woman doesn't sound all bad. (laughs) A woman has taken to TikTok claiming she caught a male plane passenger watching porn as his girlfriend slept beside him. And the story has sparked debate on social media. Sandy Prudente captured footage that appeared to show the man in question watching Pornhub on the plane ride and presumed the female passenger seated next to him was his girlfriend. 
Prudente's video sparked outrage, with many furious females shocked by the man's brazen behavior, while others insisted there was nothing wrong with a man watching porn, even if he was in a relationship. I think I can speak for both of us and say we would have absolutely no issue with our partners watching porn while we're asleep beside them. On a plane, though, let's not get air marshaled, babe. So today's topic features, I think, my favorite nickname for a community with a fetish. fetish? Yeah. Lunars. Lunars. So clever. Balloon fetish. You know, this is a topic I would not have known A, existed, B, anything (laughs) about had I not started this podcast with you. You know what's funny is, so Maddie suggested the topic, right? Our lovely intern. She did, yeah. Props to Maddie. Mm Mm-hmm. I had... Actually, heard of this before because I, an ex of mine, had listened to the Love and Radio episode about the woman that uh, did like balloon porn. Um, oh, so I was like, oh yeah, I remember hearing about that, and that was many years ago, before I was the porn person that I am today, mm-hmm. Rachel, mm-hmm. if you will. <laughs> so of course, the conversation was him being like, you know, amused at how like the comedy of like moving around balloons and not trying yeah. to pop them in the specific case of part of that episode. Sure. So I was actually excited to dive back in and just learn more about it and mm-hmm. get to know this thing that had, like, briefly crossed my radar. Because at the time I was right. like, oh, what fascinating, the things that people are into. I know. It's and that so was kind of just where my brain went with it. And then visiting the topic now – I was like, I absolutely understand this. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, I just yeah. immediately, like, feel like I have greater knowledge of the world of kink and the yes. science and psychology of various fetishes. And mm-hmm. this sort of mm-hmm. fits into erotic fascination and things yeah, like that. Yeah, things that yeah. we've talked about before. Right. Um, for those who don't know, I'm just going to give a little definition. Thank uh, you. A lunar uh, is an individual with a balloon fetish and achieves sexual arousal and gratification from balloons. Uh, it may involve blowing up balloons, popping them, or lying on them. Um, this is from kinkly.com. Uh, and there's like two types. There's either mm-hmm. uh, two different groups of balloon fetishists. There's poppers and then there's non-poppers. Mm-hmm. Uh, poppers are excited by the bursting of a balloon. Um, the anticipation is huge mm-hmm. and the sensory experience of the explosion itself. Yes. Um, Whereas a non-popper. Yes. Uh, uh, usually dislikes or even like vehemently hates destroying yes. the balloon. Um, mm-hmm. And is it's more about the interaction with the balloon itself. Mm-hmm. Also, a subgroup yeah. of non-poppers is uh, like people who enjoy stuffing or like putting, like mm. blowing up a balloon like inside your shirt or inside right. a dress or within clothing or something like that. Yes. And they're more into like the tactile sensation of it. Yes. Mm-hmm. And even mm-hmm. I think. Yeah, the tactile. Yeah, I think sometimes it can be the tactile sensation on your own body, mm-hmm. but also sometimes the visual of watching something being inflated. Oh, sure. On someone else. Mm-hmm. A quick little sidebar. Um, there's also a sort of sub wiki entry that Maddie found for us that was great around body inflation, which is mm. adjacent but sort of a different thing, thing. worth mentioning. Um, that it's uh, more closely related to, like, rubber and latex fetishes, and body inflation is the practice of inflating or pretending to inflate a part of one's body, often for mm. sexual gratification, commonly done by inserting balloons underneath clothes or a skin-tight suit and then inflating mm. them. So that one feels like 
an interesting intersection between like latex suit and like latex play in general and then right like balloons being a part it's like a venn diagram right we got oh, balloon yeah, yes. fetish over here we got latex, latex over here yes and body inflation kind of lives rubber also on the in bottom. an intersection and then <laughs> yeah. it's kind of its own thing also yeah yeah <laughs> yeah there's also a lot of variety here in yeah the fetish world um you know people can people are obsessed with the different brands of balloons mm-hmm. the diff- everyone has like their favorite I, w- I watched like a couple interviews and, and read a bunch of articles and everyone's like my favorite balloon is like the CR5 knot you know like yes. everyone knows yes like like specific shapes mm-hmm. sometimes they can actually be like anatomical like the balloon itself can sort of mimic yes. a certain body shape or have mm-hmm. like dick like qualities let's say right. like phallic qualities mm-hmm. um yeah, some people like to blow to pop, mm-hmm. um, which and is some thing people want to watch sex acts to pop, like humping uh-huh. a balloon or squishing a balloon like into your tits or that kind mm-hmm. of thing. Some people will... just find like pleasure in just the smell and the and the the color, the sound and the movement of the balloon. Mm-hmm. You know, lots lots of things. Some people can actually even orgasm with the with the pop. Just from a few pops, yeah. yeah. I imagine you also watched the Vice video that was... I was obsessed with it. Yeah. I thought it was fantastic, and it was specifically an interview with Grim Lunar, who yeah. was uh, essentially like a, a headless Aussie, like a mm-hmm. a woman wearing a, a, a hood over her head for yes. anonymity, presumably, um, who actually mostly posted her video on Facebook, and this was an older video, and I was like, yeah. guess how I know. Yeah. Um, and she talked about an early memory of, like, I think I remember I was, like, playing with a balloon. Like, it's a very vague memory. And my mom said something like, stop playing with your body or, like, yes. you know. And I think that's really interesting because what I immediately, like, going back to what I was saying before about, like, oh, I bet what I can sort of guess what this is about is that a lot of fetish can be caused by early interactions or an early interest or even, like, yeah. A non-sexual sort of fetishizing of an mm-hmm. object, you know what I mean? Like balloons are really special when you're young. Yes. Just ask Bill Clinton. Um. Yes. <laughs> yes, no. There's definitely like a there's. I think there is for some fetishes. Yes, there's definitely like a tie between uh, like an early uh, sexual experience, mm-hmm. and then and then separately shame. Yes, that you the know? taboo of it, like being almost like told no, can actually heighten. Yes. Yes. The the uh, being drawn to that specific mm-hmm. thing. I mean, we could definitely see that in like, you know, people who are into like humiliation play and SPH. Like it's like mm-hmm. early shame. Yes. And then turns into like a kink and a fetish. Yeah. Sometimes it's even fear, you mm-hmm. know, like, yeah, being like the fear of, of the popping yeah. or the like, is the well, pop yes. going to happen? That like that mm-hmm. being a major event for someone in right. their formative years can then be mm-hmm. like sexually charged later or even just centrally charged. Like there were a right. couple of folks mentioned in some of these articles who don't have a sexual association with balloons but have a very strong emotional and sensual relationship with them. Like they keep right. balloons and like treat them as like friends or family that they're like <laughs> yes. part of their environment and they uh-huh. have like great care for them. But it doesn't necessarily involve masturbation or any kind of right. sexual thing. Right. And then the other thing I'll throw in here around – fetish and kink that's I just I just like to reiterate is that what we generally know or what is most commonly believed about fetishes is that it's like a a combination in most cases of those early experiences but of uh, genetic predispositions as well Mm -hmm. that like you might be predisposed towards certain kink or that like 
there's elements of you that might be drawn to things that are um, what have you, like could be considered deviant according to our culture, that like there yeah. are genetic aspects to that, but that that is then linked with an early experience and those mm-hmm. those things then become heightened. And sometimes you can't pinpoint it at all. Exactly. You know, like it's, it's, everyone always wants to find a reason. Yeah, it completely varies. Yeah, exactly. Right. Like right. sometimes like, it's those predispositions and sometimes it's fully – it's the common like nature versus nurture thing is mm-hmm. that with each individual it would take like a dedicated study to figure out where those lines end and begin. Right. And it completely varies from person to person, but it can be either factor contributing. Right. Mm-hmm. Moral of the story is if it's not hurting you or someone else – Go forth and live yeah. your kink, you know. Go forth. And this one I like I understand. I certainly yeah. can't claim to be a balloon fetishist, mm-hmm. but especially watching like Grim Lunar, I was like, I kinda wanna try masturbating with a balloon. <laughs> you know? Well, it makes yeah, right. It, it there is something about it that seems very childlike. The yeah. idea of kind of like grinding, like tribbing, you know, like when especially like people with vulvas, when they're young, they're all there's everyone kind of has like a memory of like grinding on like a uh, armchair or something or a or pillow a or your yeah, jeans or whatever yes yeah. yes mm-hmm. so on a balloon totally tracks yeah that makes sense and, to me and it makes sense to me too that there would be a special excitement in grinding on something that could just go away if you yes. gr- you know what i mean that that mm-hmm. tension is actually well, compelling the f- the f- the the place that fear lives in your brain is mm-hmm. the same place that like excitement lives. Yeah. You know? So like yeah. we always talk about how like, you know, like we see this in horror movies, like they always try to like get you like turned on because then mm-hmm. you, you're scared. You know what I mean? Like you can be scared just as easily. You can flip on a dime. So yeah. it makes sense that like anticipation and even when we're talking about these the videos that we talk about on the show, we always are, are circling back to having tension. You know, the anticipation of something mm-hmm. makes everything so much hotter. Yeah. Um, so I understand it makes sense to me about why they'd be like sexually arousing. Yes. Yes. That's what I'm we trying did to it. say. We understand. Yes. <laughs> we got it. We figured it out. We cracked um, it. I was, I was also really obsessed with, um, the Grim Lunar. And then I, I actually like kind of Googled to find out where she is today because mm. the video was like 10 years old and there was this, so there's blow to pop.net, which is kind of like a lunar forum. Makes sense. Um, and uh, uh, someone was like, is the Grim Lunar like the hottest lunar of all time? And the Grim Lunar <laughs> responded and said, ew, LOL, no. <laughs> um, <laughs> and she goes on to say, I don't find anyone sexy. I'm more interested in the balloon. Uh, my partner Grim Lunar accept- said this. Yeah. She said oh, my partner is an, ex- an exception, to, exception to that as well as a couple of other people. But it's complica- complicated and related to another fetish. Um. Hmm. Uh, she says, <laughs> but she m- majority finds people unattractive. The only thing that she finds sexy is, is balloons. Fascinating. I know. And she didn't do it to, you know, be a model or be sexy or famous. Um, you know, she just impulsively filmed a session and, you know, and that's how she continues to do today. She's like, I, f- I film a s- section when I think a balloon is really sexy. <laughs> oh, interesting. You know? So... Fascinating. I know. Crazy, right? Cheers to you, Grim Lunar. I know. I I hope things aren't so grim. (laughs) (laughs) Let's do the showdown. Here she is. Okay. Lunar enters Kansas. (laughs) Ooh. 
Welcome. <laughs> Welcome to the Great Plain State. Is that yeah, it was section? compelling. Uh, if it's not, it certainly could have been. Like, it's yeah. very flat. Yeah. It's a square. A to see. Yeah. It's I, literally a square. <laughs> I mean, no hate for square states, but... Uh, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> but this is a flat square state, so there's, yeah. there's not a lot happening <laughs> just like, you know... No offense to our Kansas listeners out there. Geographically speaking. But yeah, I was like, Lunar enters Kansas. So I was like, hey, of all the... Uh, of all the I places guess, for the Lunar to go. Yeah, it sounds, it sounds you know, like a, a mashup between I think you should leave and somebody somewhere. Like, I'm yeah. kind of intrigued about the television version of this. Yeah. It's a character study. Yes. <laughs> Interesting subcultures. Anyway, uh-huh. you go. Uh, skin tight balloon popping. I made this as a custom for a naughty loony. <laughs> <laughs> nice, a naughty loony. I just I think of a naughty loony tune. Uh huh. Yeah, you wanted to finish the sentence. Yeah, I mean, oh, just naughty loony tune. Well, it's loony. I know. Of all, yeah, in this, that, but. right? But like, so loony immediately. I'm thinking loony tunes. Sorry, but that's just imprinted on my brain from early childhood. So. But if I'm starting a balloon fetish channel, I'm calling it lunar tunes. Uh, Fuck, go do it See now. What I did? <laughs> yes. Thing is, I'm not going Absolutely. to, so I'm just going to donate that to the universe. Oh, wow. If that anyone is thinking everyone. about starting a lunar channel, feel free to use lunar tunes. Honestly, very interesting subsection of the internet. You should go ahead and do it. Whoever's listening has yeah. been thinking about making an extra coin. Yeah. Fucks hairy pussy with balloons. Very <laughs> unusual. <laughs> What's unusual? <laughs> you know? That's my yeah. question. Yeah. The hair on the pussy, the balloon, the pussy on the balloon. I think this person... Does the hair get static electricity from the balloon? Oh, you that know? would be eventful. Yeah, that would be something. That's I something did that think I about, always think about. The hair and the balloons adjacent did sound like a thing. Yeah. Wait, so yeah. you think about you're scared of getting static electricity on your pussy from humping a balloon? No, it's just like when I think about balloons, that's what I think about. It's just like people like oh. giving you like noogies with a balloon and then like being zapping like, you. static, you know. Yeah. There's yeah. actually nothing that I hate more than static <laughs> electricity now that I'm thinking about it. Wow. I and do have really... a strong resentment for it. Like, yeah. It doesn't and serve my life in any helpful way. Yes. And it's so bad right now for me because it's February and it's dry. Oh, Yeah. And I'm getting shocked like four times a day. Wow. Yes. That and I know seems like because, a lot. <laughs> well, I know. And I'm like, is there something wrong? Or like, so like my pH balance off? I'm like, I don't know. But I know it's because I wear slippers. Because you wear slippers and you have a radiator and it gets very dry yes. in your apartment. Yes. But I'm also like, getting shocked in, at work. Interesting. Because I live in LA, which I, is a much drier climate. And I... I haven't been shocked in months, Rachel. Wow. Maybe I'm just very dehydrated. <laughs> I don't, does that track? I don't I know. I don't know. I don't know what beats static electricity. We really nailed the science of pleasure <laughs> pain and fear centers in the brain. And now we're like, but why do I get shocked by static <laughs> electricity? We really, we ascend beyond middle school science and then we get pulled right back down again. <laughs> Because it's been, it's been bothering me. It's yeah. been, it's really been just. I've been going through a lot with with static electricity recently. I just listen. It's always something. I, I wish you the best. I Thank hope you, you can get to the bottom of it. Maybe it's just a matter of moisturizing. Do I better. go see the doctor? <laughs> I don't think. 
think you see a doctor. I think you get on Reddit. I think you figure it out. I've been Googling a lot about it. Okay. Have you been Redditing? Yeah. Because there might be a forum for that, you know? Maybe somebody else is out there suffering. Yeah, if there's a forum for fucking who's the sexiest lunar, then there's got to be a forum (laughs) for how to cure static electricity. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Well, then you have the tools you need. Anyway, next title. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, college girl enjoys fucking herself over a balloon or two. Or two. She enjoys fucking herself over a balloon, okay? Yeah, she just fucking herself over. So it's like, yeah. is she, you know, is she doing it to get the balloon or two? Or is she <laughs> fucking the balloon or two, you know? Oh, it's over a ballooner? No, or a balloon. balloon. Or. Or, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm she picturing her like herself over a balloon. Somehow there's or a balloon two. below her and she's taunting the balloon with her masturbation, mm. you see. I see. It's oh, excessive. See. It's really me going down a rabbit hole, but um, yeah. maybe there's two. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. I see what you're saying. Uh huh. Yeah. Okay. Last one for me. Mm-hmm. What? Balloon stuffings in boobs and ass? How can this be with two women? <laughs> How can it be? (laughs) With two women? With two balloon stuffings in boobs and ass. Wow. I really like that they went for the, you know, they went for the shock factor in the title. And we don't mean static electricity. (laughs) I'm going to leave. I'm so sorry. (laughs) The door's that way. (laughs) Should we take a break? Yeah, let's do it. This HeadGum Podcast is brought to you by Aura Frames. That is right. Uh, from grandmothers to new mothers, aunts, even the friends of your life, every mom loves an Aura Frame. Holy shit, even aunts? Yes, especially aunts. Oh, wow. Because it was named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. I mean, these Aura Frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. I believe it. You have an Aura Frame, don't you? Yes, I actually more than believe it. I know it. Uh, I've got one for my mom, my mother-in-law, my grandmother-in-law. And dare I say your aunt? And dare you say my aunt and my aunt-in-law. Everyone's got one. Everyone loves them. I mean, Mother's Day is right around the corner, and there's no better gift than a digital photo frame. You give them the frame. It's got preloaded pictures in there. And you know what? You can update it with an app. So every time you take a new picture of a sweet little uh, person or place or thing in your life, it gets automatically sent to that frame. Exactly. And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. Holy smokes. Excellent deal. Yeah, that's A-U-R-A frames.com. You use the code HEADGUM at checkout to save. HEADGUM. Nice. Yes. Headgum. It's easy to set up. It's loved by everybody, including Oprah, including your aunt. Mm-hmm. So do check them out. That's A-U-R-A-Frames.com. Use code HEADGUM at checkout to save. Damn right. And terms and conditions apply, of course. Of course. Thanks again to Aura. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. 
And we're back to talk about balloon riding from Bendy Brook, a.k.a. Brooks Balloons on OnlyFans. Um, we found Brooks Balloons um, because our lovely intern was like, hey, you should check out this this performer because she mm-hmm. does a lot of balloon content. She's a good lunar. And then I also cross-referenced the uh, lunar subreddit to see who were the top lunar content creators. And Brooks Balloons was number one. Really? So, yeah. Bendy mm-hmm. Brook, well oh, done. So this is from her many vids. Bendy Brook on mm-hmm. many vids and then Brooks Balloons on OnlyFans. So good um, call. Yeah. And yeah, we're saying that we obviously wanted to go for a performer who specializes in this fetish. Right. Because it is a specialty, you know? Mm-hmm. If you're going to eat oysters, right. why not do so on the coast of Maine? <laughs> exactly. You get it. Okay, we're gonna leave it there. I love that. I love best work. (laughs) No, I really liked it. Um, So this is twelve minutes of her popping balloons in various different ways. Definitely, definitely a video for the popper Uh varietal of. Uh uh, (laughs) If you are not a popper, skip. Not for you. you. It's not for you. Um, And it's honestly, there's really no other way to summarize it other than it's just her naked with a bunch of balloons popping them for 12 minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, (laughs) like some detail, like she's got some like standard sort of moves here. Like it's a lot of her holding big balloons in front of her tits. Yes. And then popping them with her nails. Yeah. So it's kind of consistent. It's almost like a peekaboo game of her tits and the balloons. And yeah, she uses like her specific like pointer finger until it pops. So there's like a little bit of a build of tension. Mm -hmm. And then when the balloon pops, she will kind of do a like, ooh, here are my tips and do a little shimmy for us. Yes. And then as we, as the video goes on, we get like her riding the actual balloon like as if she's fucking you know like bouncing up and down on it sometimes Uh she's like humping and adding pressure yes there was one balloon that was particularly tough to pop. And, and what a time. I, what an exciting time. I liked that one. I yeah. did. Because yes. that that I was like anticipating. I'm like, when is it gonna pop? When is it gonna pop? Yeah. That was exciting to me. The rest I of them agree. Were like they popped really quickly. hmm So that wasn't as I didn't really, you know, I didn't really get that feeling that I was. Yeah, it brings for. up I think the question of preferences and like what different lunars might be yeah. into. Like I imagine if I was a lunar, I'm here for a little bit more story. Do you know what I mean? That yes. like I want the build. I want to <laughs> see someone like hump a balloon as long as possible for it's like oh god, right? Yeah. And even actually, Grim Lunar talked about in the video with Vice where she was like, "There's this really exciting part that happens where it feels like the balloon's almost gonna pop." Yeah. And then I kind of go on a popping spree. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. And she, yeah. and she even said, like, oh, it can, like, a few pops and then I can orgasm. Right. And I, I'm not obviously a balloon fetishist, so I'm not going to orgasm at a balloon popping. But I wondered yeah. if there was some element of that here. And it felt also a little bit more like there was just a consistent rhythmic, I'm here to watch the popping. And I imagine mm-hmm. there's a pretty massive audience to who just wants to see a balloon pop again and yeah. again and then over have like and over. tits be the reveal uh-huh. or part of it you know yeah yeah there was definitely like that I was more into like the riding grinding because again it reminded me of like those the early childhood like sexual experiences mm-hmm. and um, as a person like with a vulva yeah it's stimulating to imagine that source of pleasure yeah you know and also the popping there you know mm-hmm. because it kind of like mimics what it feels like 
as like an orgasm. It's like a building of tension, you know, yeah. and then a release. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's more exciting to me. There yeah. were <laughs> there were a couple of things, like I was like, while I was watching this video, I was like, this person obviously does not live with a dog. <laughs> <You know? laughs> because as the dog owner knows, the the a popped balloon is like enemy number one, you know, that can send a dog <laughs> to the vet. It, like faster than you don't even want to know. It's it's a it's a bad news. You mean if um, they eat it, or yeah. also the sound of constant popping balloons being stressful to the dog? I mean both. Well, both both, both. would be a thing. Yeah, both. But definitely if they eat it, you know, yeah. like that's like you know popped balloons and chicken wings. You know. Yes. Yeah. Um, and then also there was a moment where like s- some of the balloon pieces were stuck on her vulva, and then I was like. <laughs> Ah, uh. <laughs> I liked that. I thought oh, really? she should like go with it. I was like, that could be part of it. You know what I mean? That yeah. like, if she's humping and the balloon pops and then it like dangles from her vulva, it has sort of the quality of any other like fluid or th- oh, thing sure. that would just like yeah. be happenstance in a sexual act. Like I kind of wanted her to just keep humping yeah. with it, just like clinging and then eventually mm. fall off. Like, I don't know. There felt like yes. there's something like tantalizing about that. I get her response that though, her response was just to like grab it and kind of like uh, similar to yours, I think be like, whoops, you know, kind of yeah. like, Oh, get this out of there. Cause she was clearly, <laughs> you know, just... watching herself on monitor occasionally. Mm-hmm. Um, it's but I was like, leave head. it, yeah. you know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because I've always had dogs growing up. A popped balloon is just ingrained to my head as very dangerous. Like go get so, it, go get it yes. right now. Yeah. So you were like stressed out that like get her vulva was going to eat. Yes. <laughs> the vulva was going to yes. eat the burst balloon. Yeah. Pick it up right now. Quick. You know, like that's just what I think of. Also something, there's just no way that you cannot have like a wince when like something, when they pop. Like yeah, she no, does it a is. really good job. Yeah. But like there's just like an automatic like <laughs> sort of wince. Yeah. Like all throughout the video of her just being like, oh, oh. like every Again, single though, time. I think that's kind of part of it you know yeah. like I almost like that she's not just impervious to the pop right that oh, she's yeah. like doing it too and she's like whoo you no, know yeah but I wanted kind more of a, like oh I, I see more. yeah yeah like just be like oh you know yeah we'll I talk think about I'm with you that video, like if but, she yeah. had if she had been like oh and like reacted yeah. that actually would have been fun you know or like or squeal like, a little you know yeah this is yeah. the one time that I'm like give me a giggle <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah, or like let it build, you know, (laughs) or like let it kind of be like gamify it almost Uh or let it like you said, like have some of that tension and that like payoff. Right. But I just like, I just goodness, like there's no way you can like, you know, like being sexy and then being like, oh, you know, like just like like pop in their face. It's really funny. Yeah. Made me made me laugh. Anyways, um, anything else to say about Benji Brooke? I I don't think so. I mean, okay. I think that the way the video built and the way that she has created her content like makes a lot of sense. Like a lot of yeah, times, yeah, for sure. She's humping, and then we we mentioned like tits being like the view behind the popped balloon. But sometimes it would also be like I'm humping, and then the payoff is like my asshole and the yeah. back of my vulva. You know, like exactly. that kind of thing. Yeah. Like. It's the reveal I think of the it, genitalia. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's like, it almost has like a burlesque-esque quality. Mm, is saying mm-hmm. burlesque-esque redundant? I guess it is. <laughs> Might be. Yeah. It has a burlesque quality mm-hmm. in that there's like, uh, she obscures her genitalia and then reveals it. And I yeah. thought that was um, that's a, good a cool point. element really... of it that I hadn't thought about before watching this video. I hadn't thought about that, but that's a very good point. Also mm-hmm. important to note, there are a lot of balloons at the beginning of this video and she pops them all. She pops them all. 
No one's Every no one, one. <laughs> no prisoners left alive. Yeah, yeah. Even that one stubborn like blue green one that was really <laughs> giving her a tough time. You still have it out for the blue green yeah. one. He was my crush. Face. You got I like crush that one. The yeah. blue green balloon. <laughs> that was a sexy balloon. <laughs> I love it. All right, should we uh, talk about girlfriends bounce those balloons on their bikini bodies? Part, Part two. two. <laughs> yeah, I think we should. Um, I have no idea who this is from. Uh, it's I was going to say, this is from Jazz underscore Sinclair. Oh, okay. The um, handle on Pornhub or wherever was Tickle Honey, but it was yes. unclear whether that was a channel or a individual. Yeah. There was the a videos. It was like Tickle videos as well as balloon videos. And yeah. like a starring, like a main woman in all of them. But yeah. The also, watermark was the OnlyFans Jazz Sinclair, and then but then at the the end we get a credits that says Balloon Babes UK. So yeah. I don't know if this was just a huge co-pro, <laughs> big co-pro, badly credited, or yeah. if this is Tickle Honey like co-opting content or what. Yeah. Like it's, it's hard, hard to, to track tell. down. Yeah. So, anyways, um, <laughs> so this porn so feels start- like it came out the same year that Austin Powers did, and yeah. it stars one of the fembots. <laughs> <laughs> so we got two lovely British gals, yes, um, scratching at a balloon to start with, and I was like, "Oh, that sound!" Oh, the sound um, was unbearable. Yeah, the sound yeah. was like enhanced by the way it was mic'd, like it was ooh, very grating. Ooh, and I actually had the thought that now. I was like, "I bet like ASMR if it's done badly." You know, like, good at ASMR is, like, soothing and then actually, like, stimulate something very specific for people who are into ASMR. Yeah. This felt, I was like, I imagine the first two minutes of this would be very offensive to a lunar. Yeah. Because the sound is, like, so intense, like, right right up at the top that I'm like, this has to be too much. You know, if you like the sound and the squeak and the building to the pop, Mm -hmm. you know, starting a movie with, like, bang, bang, bang. Contrast to the head is like, it's like a lot, yeah, you know. Was, well, I guess this is part two, so. Well, it's, okay, fair enough. Yeah, maybe we <laughs> so these built two, it up in yeah. the prequel. <laughs> yeah. So these two gals are in their bikinis, and they've blown up all these balloons, and they're, like, kind of exploring the balloons, you mm-hmm. know. This seems like their first foray into the lunar world. Yeah. They're like, oh, this is, you know, it's, fun. it's so bouncy. I'm going to sit on one. Do you want to sit on one? Oh, I want to feel them on my boobs oh does that feel nice <laughs> really oh squash them on your boobs tingles your nipples a bit yeah like just really going in like yes. really just like telling each other like what to do like they're really having it a good feels time. like a love island <laughs> game like one of their challenges and it's like yeah. two of the women being like you have to fuck with these balloons and that's Actually, the challenge <laughs> there was a challenge recently where they had to like squash a balloon Oh, that's right. They had to hump and squash balloons. Yes. They like pumped them up and then. Yes. Yeah. Now that I'm thinking wow. about it. Well, and it was like in slow-mo. Are wow. we surprised that mainstream television is borrowing things from the porn world? Mm-hmm. And also on Drag Race. Those Did they do balloons drag on Drag Race? Race? Yes. They had to like hump the, like there was a balloon attached to the back of like the pit crew and like everyone had to hump the <laughs> balloon to break it. <laughs> okay. And it was funny because like RuPaul was like, let's see who's top and who's the bottom in here. You know? <laughs> um, uh, so yeah, so lots of um, balloon popping content in mainstream television these days. Okay. Well, um, I'm glad we touched on that. We almost yeah. missed it. Yeah. So 
<laughs> like these these gals are just giggling, squeezing their tits on them, and they're like, "Oh, it's making me horny." <laughs> like <laughs> that was where pa- I got the Austin Powers reference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've got people arriving soon, and then they pop one and they squeal, and then they start to really enjoy the popping, and they're doing it in all different ways. They're like stomping on it, they're popping it uh, underneath them, like riding on it, and they like they were fascinated with like one like there were a few that was like really hard to pop and they were kind of like freaking out like they're like look at how fat look how big this balloon is getting that's so (laughs) crazy um which i really enjoyed i liked the the ones that take longer to pop you know okay so you found your niche inside of this niche yeah (laughs) i also really loved at one moment like it popped underneath her and she's like oh it spanked me <laughs> I did think that these performers were like really making a meal out of they did yeah. the balloon stuff. I didn't love it, that it just felt incredibly ingenuine. Do you know what I mean? Like they were oh, just yeah, of course. laughing. Like they are not like lunars. just too much. They're not yeah. lunars. And it felt like they were forcing the fun. You know, they uh-huh. were trying to tell us how fucking fun <laughs> these balloons were and how horny they right. were making them. But I don't, you know, envy them that task, you mm-hmm. know, just I also being like, like, okay, you've got some balloons, make it work, you know. Yeah, yeah I also, like, didn't need the storyline. Like, they were like, oh, we've got people arriving soon. <laughs> but it is a bikini party, isn't it? We'll just put, three's fine. We'll put three on the front door, you know. You know what, actually, we just use two. We just need two. <laughs> like, we don't need the story. Let's pop the balloons, yeah. you know. Yeah, I didn't need if a story lunar, either. Yeah. Didn't they also say basically they're going to like leave their tits out for the bikini party? Like, yeah, we have great yes. tits. Yes. <laughs> I, yeah, like, again, I, I just don't here. need, I don't need to buy that. I don't need all the context. Like, I'm happy to just hang out with you at your slumber party, fucking right. around with balloons. <laughs> yeah. You were at the pool. Yes. You have bikinis on. You're now yeah. just playing with balloons. We can finish it there. You know, right. that's our beginning, middle, and end. Yeah. But that's uh, it. yeah, it was just the, the saccharine quality to yeah. their enjoyment that turned me <laughs> off. Otherwise, I like actually would have been into this because there yeah. were like moments yeah. that were exciting. And there yeah. were elements of it where I, I was like, oh, that's fun. That's creative. And like you said, like, yeah, the, maybe the balloon spanked you a little. That's kind of yeah. fun. You know, like they were making the most of it. It just was too girly, too giggly mm. for me to really buy into it or be drawn to that like aesthetic of the whole thing, sure. you know? It definitely, I, 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 it made me giggle this video, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I do, I think that these are people who are into this fetish. No. Correct. Yeah. You know. And yeah, like I love a porn that makes me giggle, but it didn't. Right. It, it, it did like at times be like, yeah, I mean, they're beautiful women and they have great tits and they're bouncing around and like this is kind of fun. But yeah, but it didn't get past just the like appeal of their nudity, you know, yeah. yeah. not enough tension, not enough meaningful engagement with the props, you know. Yeah. They did have great tits, though. Got to say <laughs> two pairs of great tits. Yeah. <laughs> They were right. They were not wrong when they said that. They said we do have great tits, and they were right. Yeah. yeah. Um, neither of these are going to go into my spank bank just because mm-hmm. it's not my fetish. But, you know, happy to hopefully have opened the door for some listeners out there who maybe want to check out Lunar content, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah, absolutely. Check out Brooks Balloons. Um, or if you are a lunar fetishist and 
and you have something that's better, send it to us. You know, yeah. we'd love to watch it. Happily take a look. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm almost like an inch further than you that like neither of these is going into my spank bank. But I feel like there's a lunar porn out there that is. Oh, <laughs> you know? like there's, there is something out there that's for you. It would probably have to involve a bigger build into more rigorous sex acts or sure. at least more rigor with the balloons. But even just yeah. like watching the grim lunar video on Vice, I was like, ooh, yeah. this yeah. could be an appetizer for me. Yeah. You know, I would be interested in trying to sit on a balloon. Mm hmm. Yeah. Know? That yeah. might be fun. I want to get one of those sturdy ass fucking ones. That, yeah, that... I've rubbed my vulva on weirder things. You know, true enough, right? <laughs> <laughs> Guilty as charged. Okay. <laughs> I'd say that a balloon makes just as much sense as a leg does. You know what yeah, I mean? Like yes. if I'm if I'm tripping, it just it makes just as much sense. And that right. tension of is it going to pop is exciting. Mm -hmm. It's exciting. <laughs> yes. So is his femur gonna pop? <laughs> is his femur gonna pop? More uh, more accurately, is he gonna get bored? Oh uh, yeah, but, yeah. You know, ah. he doesn't get it. He doesn't yeah. know. Poor uh. guy. <laughs> All right. Thanks so much for listening to Girls on Porn. You can find us on our website at girlsonporn.com, on our Instagram at girlsonporn, that's porn without the O, on our Twitter at GOP the podcast, and also on our Patreon, patreon.com slash girlsonporn. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe if you haven't already. And if you want to leave us a tasty little five-star review, we would happily have you drop your Instagram handle so we can tag you and thank you. This has been Girls on Porn, the only GOP that's actually good. Pop! That was a HeadGum Podcast.